Imagine someone's like, I got a gritty New York uh, detective mystery, and it's set uh, around the time of the Twin Towers. Do we need to? Are you sure we need to? Like, <laughs> can we take that out? No, no, can, no. Can we just bump that five years plus I or minus? I don't think we. Yeah, I don't think we <laughs> yeah. want to like include anything about the towers. I think that's. Can we? Let's move it up to up uptown a little bit. You know, it's different no, city. It's, maybe it's really important. It has to be the year the Lakers won the championship. The Lakers won. <laughs> right. The Lakers also won the year before and the year after. No, no, it has to be no, the middle one, it, though. It's got to right. be the middle one. <laughs> right. Okay. It's it supposed to be the, that Robert Ory year. Yeah, yeah, once you mentioned that, that they'd won on either end of it, Grant, that got very funny to me. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> See, sports can be funny. A lot of people know that. Well, that's that, why this is a basketball podcast. If you know uh, lots of random sports facts like I do, then you can use them for jokes. That's a fact. Hmm. That's a hot tip, folks. Hot tip. Grant's sitting over there memorizing stuff. I made up round ball. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was already made up. Turns out you was already made I'm up. I know I tried too hard. It's just like the 1966 uh, World Series winning Baltimore Orioles. He's <laughs> 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 making stuff up. Uh, like they're, they're all their games that they won. Did you actually know off the top of your head that the yeah. Orioles won in 1966? I did. I told you. I know lots of random. Where did shit. that come from? This isn't serving you well. I was thinking like, well, what's a really far ago thing that I know that I shouldn't know? <laughs> There's one. That is one. Love, you should that's not. That's Grant's knowledge. I'm concerned. Like, that, I'm concerned. In his now. mental hallway, like of the like the locked, forbidden like knowledge, things I shouldn't <laughs> know. I knew that the Orioles <laughs> scored more ball points yes. than a time. <laughs> the eldritch yeah. horrors of no. Yeah. No one should know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Should, <laughs> we don't say that, Grant. We don't say that World Series out loud. <laughs> I have tasted of the forbidden fruit. The World Series will shall like not the be Baltimore named. Orioles. <laughs> Powell, Davy Johnson, Brooks Robinson, yeah, Frank Robinson. Oh, that's a hell of a hell of a lineup. All the Robinsons. Boog Powell. Goddamn, the booger. He uh, went on to a Monday night uh, baseball announcing career for a little. He went on to this. be mentioned by Shelley Long in that one episode of Cheers. Grant is still down. Go. He's got another one in the closet. That one's also Again, I'm in. like, this is, we've got some forbidden intersection here. Oh, my God. Might as well go there. Welcome, members of Little Captain Travis. That's our name for you, the listening audience. And a special welcome to members of our super secret Double Diamond fan club, the Hoggies. For members of our super secret Double Diamond fan club, set your decoder calendar to yesteryear, because this week we're hunting down some lost pop culture icons and asking, where are they now? Uh, Celebrities, things that are in the zeitgeist, they come and go. Um, So what I've done is, uh, I've done a little sleuthing. Uh, I came up with a list of uh, a couple of these uh, um, pop culture icons that are worth exploring, and I thought I would uh, I, I'd read a little bit about you know how they uh, who they were and how they affected us, and then uh, we could talk about uh, you know their impact on us at the time, you know what we felt and thought about them, and then go on to uh, you know discuss possibly where they, where they are and how they got there. Hey, I have a question uh, about us. So, you know. Where are they now is after someone has peaked. Are we still, are, are we there yet? Or like, are, where are we now? Are we, mm, does anyone not, not no one cares about that yet. We're not, we didn't, no one needs to know that yet. Uh, no one, no one cares about us enough for us to have been gone yet. Okay, great. That means, hey, that means it's all up from here, baby. 
That's right, sweet. exactly. Upward trending, baby. By the way, yep. I would like to let uh, both members of Lil Cap and Travis and the Huggies know that they can invest in an upward trending podcast. Mm. <laughs> Up and to the right. Uh, all right, so let's just get started here. I want to jump in with the first one. <clears throat> Steal $100 and you're a criminal. Steal a fortune and you're a hero. Coming on the scene in 1971, our first pop culture icon set out to make their mark and steal an entire way of life. With a fiery determination matched only by their bright red hair, they laid out their philosophy in black and white. You have it. I take it. And that's how it's going to go down from now until forever, because I'm never going to change. In their mind, they were only guilty of trying too hard and maybe a little rabble-rousing. There's a fine line between wrongdoing and rogue, so let's discuss the Hamburglar. Where are they now? <laughs> he does have red hair. The Hamburglar. He was, he was hot. He was in all the commercials. He was stealing hamburgers. There were fiberglass molds of him to sit down next to while you ate your fries. Yeah. Uh, plushies. He was the best. Boy, you know, they talk about the like uh, people cheering on, I don't know, uh, Pretty Boy Floyd or Babyface Nelson or whoever, you know, uh, uh, Billy Bunny the Kid, whatever. These, yeah, Bunny there we go. These are kind of cultural heroes because they're sticking it to the banks, too. Um, hey, they ain't shit compared to the Hamburglar. Nobody wanted to put the Hamburglar in jail. Even Ronald was like, keep him out. I run this place. Here's the thing. For Bonnie and Clyde to hit Hamburglar level, they'd have to steal banking. Uh, he was taking wait, all the yes. hamburgers. There was it wasn't just it wasn't just one. He wasn't never going to be satisfied. He was taking all of them. He was taking away the entirety of the hamburger supply. I I see it. I take it. He wasn't uh, pulling a Robin Hood though, right? It's not like he was giving these hamburgers back to the people. Not one bit. Was he eating them? I'm not even sure he was doing that, Grant. Yeah, I don't think so. I think so. his his determination was just to steal them, and I don't know what went beyond that. Yeah, he, he didn't really get away with it ever that I saw anyway. Not in any of the footage that I saw. He, he pretty much gets uh, foiled. Oh, yeah. There are, so you, you think uh, Ronald McDonald is going to put out commercials saying, hey, here's how I got my ass behind? <laughs> you never see. We don't yeah. know the stories of the people who got away with it. That's a good point. It. Duh. That is a good point. That is a good point. History is written by the red-haired, white-faced victors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. True words have never been spoken. Yeah. Never. Speaking of where are they now? Where is that footage of him put, pulling off the real capers? Mm. You know, the uh, I think he's yeah. focused enough to have recorded it himself. Yeah. Can you imagine oh, like okay. finding yeah. out that you know there's a smear campaign against you, and you're like, what? That's the one time I missed. Sure, the fry kids distracted me that time, but mm -hmm. think of every other time that I knocked Grimace out of the way and got the burger. Like, yeah, the numbers weren't on his side. Do you think that's what it is? Ronald just uh, turned turned us against him. Oh, well, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, there's a bunch of, well, he didn't try to in the commercials, at least not at first. Like, he, he was probably like, hey, hey I, like, I like this guy. You know, I like the, what he's doing with all this stealing. See, it's no big deal. I don't really care about this. And then, you know, put out a grainy sex tape that was supposedly him <laughs> or something. Where is this sex tape? I mean, just, I've, just out of curiosity. Just <laughs> I watch a grainy Hamburglar sex tape right I mean, now. Oh, I, I'm literally sitting on my hands so I don't uh, accidentally Google that, which exists for sure. Yes. I'm wondering where it is. <laughs> uh, Grant, the only one who doesn't have to have a fake dating site account, uh, do write uh, interested in dressing up as the Hamburglar for you. So if you Google Hamburglar, I'm pretty sure the first autocomplete is sex tape. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Makes sense. So 
all I know is like one day, like I stopped, uh, like I just noticed he's gone. What happened? There was a rebrand along the way. How did we keep Grimace but not the the Hamburglar? Well, clearly he's in Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody got him in the middle of the night and uh, yeah, they bagged him. Yeah, put a fry oh, yeah. bag over his head. Yeah. It's like the upside down McDonald's, <laughs> McDonald's bag. They've been mustard boarding him for to get some answers. <laughs> I got brown bagged. <laughs> yeah. Ben, you think he's in Guantanamo? Uh, how about the rest of you? Where do you guys? Death row. Death row. I think I think it's just you know like you know San Quentin or something. You think like Charlie Manson or something? You could write to him. Yeah, you could. Oh, I'm, he there. There are women who are writing to him for sure. <laughs> well, they're writing to him, but <laughs> is he in some kind of like Ultra Max? Uh, he's I'm, you know. He's Ultra he's Mac. in the vegetarian ward. I think. <laughs> uh, Matt, did you have a? Are we all, well, all just kind of saying? I think the only other one is like that. He just had such a psychotic breakdown. Like we asked ourselves earlier, you know, why is he doing this? Is he actually eating those hamburgers? And I think the answer is no. And I think he's a little bit like I I can't help 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 me. He's like you know, it was a cry for help, and he just had kind of a psychotic breakdown. You know, he's he's like he's just really a, a hamburger hoarder is what it comes down to. Do you think he's completely gone, or did he like that change his identity? He's like Robble 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 Robert Downey Jr. And then now that's why you've never seen the two in the same place, and he has a successful well, acting career. You make a compelling scientific argument. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate the science used there. Yes. So best use of uh, science in a podcast. Mm-hmm. As I was saying, I believe he is now Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> right. I thought that's where you're going with it. I didn't want to steal yes. your thunder, but yeah. Well, uh, I don't know why he went away, but I did some digging and I found out that uh, he's doing. Uh, he's in jail. He's doing seven to ten for attempted burger theft, aggravated burger theft, and bun larceny. Um, <laughs> but while he was in the joint, he got like some sick, like gothic letter tattoo, like across his chest that just says "Bream." <laughs> Burgers rule everything around me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Okay. One down. One down. Let's move on. Um, I think we're all going to remember this. Uh, Maybe maybe there'll be some explaining uh, at the top. But anyways, the year is 1985, and the youth of this country are hungry for something new. Amid the chaos of the fast, flashy entertainment... One hero stepped in to temper comic, uh, comics, cartoons, and toys with a different slice of adventuring, reading. Topping the charts with a franchise collaboration, this pop icon served kids' literacy and was loved by millions of satisfied fans. As the backbone and the nexus of the child pizza economy, the Book It program, where are they now? Yes. I love the Book It program. You could cheat. You could get free pizza for cheating. It rewarded everything that's great about this nation. They can't <laughs> prove if, that you didn't read the book. <laughs> Did you read Tom Sawyer? Did you? Yeah, here's your pizza. <laughs> yep. Grant, do you know what this is? Of course. I didn't know. I don't know. I, I don't know when it went away. I'd stopped going to school and getting free pizza. So. After, uh, <laughs> sometime after my day, because it was still around. And I mean, yeah. I read the books, but you know, I'm a, well, good boy. When you say book it, I am instantly picture like a big purple uh, button that's kind of like shiny and uh, like maybe a little holographic when you move in the light. Like, I don't know. I feel like you got uh, a pin, you know, like a pin on book it. Uh, is that what they're called? Pins? Yeah, there was a pin. Yeah, a button. Yeah. A button. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I think it's a fair question to assume to ask if Grant is aware of book it because he's not aware of the book it button. Let's just be honest. 
Yeah, I'm not. I don't know what the hell you're so talking about. So they were about. already phasing out buttons by the time. Maybe we hit the decline that like buttons right. were on the way out by it the time Grim was just learning to mash up a pizza. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting to think about the Pizza Hut company who uh, invented this crazy scam of like, how do we get more people into our restaurants? Let's get kids to bring their parents in. How do we do that? Oh, okay. I got a scam for you. Uh, said the reformed Hamburglar or whoever it was, uh, <laughs> whoever suggested it. Yeah, like it's a fake thing. Well, what, who's going to count if they read the book? No one's going to count if they read the books. It's ben, just we give a, them a, a badge and then they come in, they bring their parents in. We give the kid a crummy little free pizza, but then they have to, the parents have to order a thing. Kids can't drive there themselves. A pizza's so small, you are damn sure it will not satisfy an adult. Yeah. You right. cannot, this is not going around. This is yeah. like a tiny little like. You're not uh, splitting it with brothers. Like, no. No. Yeah. This what, is four slices of one slice of pizza. Was there a, <laughs> yeah. was there a uh, like with free with purchase or or was it you could just if come in and just get the free pan? I think you could just get it. Okay. I, I think, think you, you could, could just how get it. Ki- okay. How do kids get to Pizza Hut without parents? Oh, what no, are the parents no, going to no, do? No, no. Sit there and I, like smell garlic butter while the kid eats it? No. <laughs> So where did the badge go? It's well, why do we need the badge? Just get this out. Somebody was like, you <laughs> know, they're out of it. The book of program's doing great. Uh, good work, Johnson. Uh, and then like the guy underneath him was jealous, and he he proposed no buttons at all, cut the price, uh, improved the profitability. Uh, Johnson was out. Uh, he's living on the streets now. Um, but maybe yeah, he's, he's at- the one who ruined it later, so that the whole program died. And- he's on the streets now, and he's. He's telling everyone that he's sucking dick for crack, but he's actually just saying that he's not actually a sucking dick. He's getting the crack for free, though. <laughs> he's getting the stickers. Yeah, he's, uh, he's saying, yeah. oh, yeah, I suck for this today. Give me, give me some crack, He's not sucking please. dick for at crack. The, he's reading books for, for crack. At the crack he's reading exchange. books for crack. I'll read books for crack. What? Oh, I, thought, <laughs> I thought he'd be reading books for dick. I got it all confused okay. how that was going to work out. I read a book if, you, if I suck your dick. Well, how this? <laughs> My shit fell apart a while ago. This is all I got left. Um... I I love that we keep hitting the fact that the lack of oversight because it was like you'd show your teacher that you read like four or five like however many books you needed to read to get the stars on the piece of paper that you brought in the little coupon that's the what was mm-hmm. important you came in with the coupon and I remember uh, one of the finger quotes bad kids uh, actual quotes genius kids stole a pack stole like a whole pad hmm. And I remember someone on the, like the playground. This is like you know sixth, seventh grade. You know someone on the playground's like, "Well, the teacher has to sign it," and the guy just goes, "Do you think they care?" <laughs> the, like, the guy at the, Pizza like, Hut has all the teacher's jeweler's signatures. Loop. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a jeweler's, jeweler's loop. They run it under a mud. They run it yeah. under that light and hit the hit it with yeah. like a twenty dollar bill marker. Like, <laughs> yeah. yo, dude, it was a piece of paper that said, "My parents will buy a pizza if you give me this." Like. <laughs> So yeah. lack of oversight all the way. There's definitely uh, some sort of leadership has uh, has failed us. What was the connection to the actual school system? Was there like a Pizza Hut rep who had to go around to each school and like sell them on the idea of of Book It? Like how did how did that get connected with the Pizza school? Hut wants to promote literacy? So right. here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, uh, they certainly did it at school districts, not as schools one to one. Though maybe, then how did they do the Catholic school? Did they do the whole diocese? I don't know. I bet it was, it goes all the way to the top. It, goes, one. All it goes all the way to the, to the top. top. They probably just went to the Pope, and then you get every Catholic school in the world. <laughs> right, there you the go. The Pope and Nixon, they got two at once, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's push some pizzas on them. Use these kids and push some pizzas. Ben, that's a great John Paul impersonation. Thanks. <laughs> that, was, that was John Paul II. 
I'm not a crook. I could never, I could never have had sex with all those children. It wasn't me. Maybe some of them. God damn it, I was drunk. So I ate some cottage cheese and some pineapple slices out of a little boy's ass. God damn it. Now, I want to keep going. The next one I have on the list is Pope John II, so this is interesting. Well, now we know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you know Nixon heads, who, who knows about his last meal in the White House, I guess. But Anyways. My last uh, meal in the White House was a couple of grade school kids. <laughs> <laughs> was aboard Air Force Two. <laughs> Shout out to fans of the Nixon tapes. Yeah. And their association to the Bucket Program. <laughs> Then again, the lack of oversight. I think you're talking about like, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I think you're talking about like you know, like we're gonna go around to school districts and hand it out. I bet they <laughs> they didn't have to try very hard before schools were like, can we get some of those too? Yes, exactly. And it's like teachers oh my. like I read I read some books. I read these kids' papers. That's a book. Like you know, the teachers were, were eating off those too. <laughs> <laughs> Right. They figure out, like, how, look, I'm going to help your stupid kid pass. If you, like, to the manager of the Pizza Hut, like, but uh, I'm going to need a little bed. something to to grease my beak, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Personal That's applied pain. to a dough-like food substance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, clearly, clearly, we're guessing that there was a lack of uh, leadership and guidance. Um, uh, where do you guys think the Book It program ended up? Uh, I think it morphed into uh, the in-store uh, coupon card, the frequent shopper card at grocery stores. Yeah, the conspiracy went straight to the top, and it just kept going from there. And I think uh, the the Book It program is now what we collectively call QAnon. Wow. <laughs> I thought you meant it's in low Earth orbit. <laughs> it just, just it kept going straight physically up. That's my guess. On a clear night, if you look to the northeast, mm-hmm. you can see. If you, or if you pretend to look to the northeast, if you just say that you did, then you'll see. <laughs> if you pretend that you saw the International Space Station, you get a personal pan pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. That's uh, that's great. Uh, but upon little uh, little uh, internet sleuthing, it died of AIDS. <laughs> Sad. Like Bull you AIDS. Mm. <clears throat> um. All right. Once the gold standard for how to get in line, this pop icon gave the world a kick as it rolled into the scene. Fast flashing in your face, it made it rad to have to grind. But their popularity was way too big, and this smooth operator started to coast. With its fall from grace, its fans fell too, bruising egos, elbows, and knees. From bitchin' to hitchin', witchin', then you'll be skitchin', rollerblades, where are they now? I've been down to the beach. Your uh, one of one of the nieces of this podcast won't be na- mentioned was visiting, and we've been down to the beach. Nary a rollerblade to be seen, and this is a daily hmm. hot roller skating time. No blades, no blades. It's all it's all regular skate now. I'm down with that. I was just going to ask if you saw regular roller skates. I have been seeing them around as well. Uh, I guess I, the the out of line skates are back. There was there was a time when again I'm gonna maybe exclude Grant from this memory, uh, when the the wildest thing you could do was go to a skating party. There was a skating rink in town, and you would skate. You'd go in circles until your parents picked you up. <laughs> and one year, rollerblades were invented, and holy shit, there was a whole separate menu for pricing for renting them. Uh, it was it was the it was the thing. They were rad, and then they got on TV, and people are grinding and doing their like. Uh, 
The jumps all over, and they were extreme. No one was doing extreme shit on regular ones. Neon colors. Oh, the uh, colors. Between yeah. the neon colors and the new configuration, they were the promise of a, bra- a bold new world. Yeah. Maybe world peace might come with their come in line, you know? You can't see what's behind with the first wheel. Mm-hmm. It's another wheel, another wheel. Maybe world Could peace world is peace. right back there. It <laughs> could be world <laughs> peace. We had hope. We had I, hope. I dared not look beyond that fourth wheel because I didn't want to I didn't want my hopes <laughs> to be dashed. Ben, I'm just gonna ask, do you think there's a chance that um with your get in line in world peace theory, uh that there was a military aspect to it of not being able to see how many people were, were coming as uh like like hiding their hiding their numbers? Not I think being that able to... uh, modern militaries don't hide their numbers by marching single file. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, I don't think they march. They probably would if they had rollerblades. <laughs> they, pro- they might have been <laughs> Yeah. I think that... Did the sand uh, people have rollerblades? Is that what we're concluding here? That the sand people were a rollerblading people? <laughs> I don't know that George they're not. Lucas will hear you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fan right now writing some fiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, they... <laughs> No, <laughs> this isn't the work of sand people. These they shot the duck too accurately for for sand people. <laughs> I I didn't uh, maybe I missed out on the on the craze because I definitely never owned a pair. I I think I tried to maybe roll on Grants after Ben destroyed them. I don't know. Uh, those, those, are those are mats. Those are mats. The one that I yeah I, I was gonna I did not, not a <laughs> I was a lot of allegations here. Jump to the end here, Craig, but I can tell you where my rollerblades are today they ben and friends pull pulled each other from behind a car in a tow Allegedly. rope at high speeds until those cheap ass rubber uh, uh or cheap ass plastic uh skates i had were were so worn you're into telling nothing. me if someone is has fallen but they're clinging onto the trunk and their rollerblades are dragging it <laughs> at least literally 45 miles per hour you're telling me they can't hold up to a little bit of abrasion. Were those the ones that I had that were three and one? You could yes. take, yeah. yes, yes, you could yes, take the little ski things on them. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. God, those, those were straight out of James Bond. Like so. <laughs> um, now, listening, uh, little Captain Travis. So long as James Bond had his Allen wrench with him, he yeah. could. Very quickly and, and easily take the inline skate off of the shitty plastic boot and strap on an ice skate. Perhaps mm-hmm. he needs to skate across a you know yep. a frozen lake. You got to woo a figure skater mm-hmm. or a ski the size of a boot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he could. He could boot ski. He could put on a flat little ski the size of a boot. Uh, that ski is just comical to me. It's it's shorter than a shoe. <laughs> I need a pair of skis, and they just put them up on the counter. What about these? <laughs> it's a, yeah, that's exactly what I was looking for. And this, yeah, Corey's exa- you know, cues like, uh, in this tie tack, we'll change your rollerblade into a boot ski, and he and he holds them up, and Bond's like, the fuck am I supposed to do? Maximize the skis look a little short. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. The short part yeah. didn't work out as well as the skis. Short skis. What I love. Yeah, okay, I, I forgot that those were those were um, triformer uh, boots that you had there, Matt. I forgot that there was the trifecta of their their usefulness because one, it lo- it, it cuts Ben's um, guilt by a third, down mm-hmm. to a third. I only I, ruined, only ruined, ruined, could have been only ruined the road blades. Also, it didn't stop him from going, all right, as soon as this road gets icy, we're putting them boot skis on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why don't we have ice skating in this kitchen? Like, that's... 
That should happen. That is a thing. That is a thing, Grant. They do it in Putnam County. I think they call it power sledding. Yes, you'll have to ask more people, but you put a sled behind a car on a road. That's a sled. That's not ice skating. Well, it's close. It's a thing. They use a completely different (laughs) thing and do something different. (laughs) It's called yodeling. They do it in Switzerland all the time. And it's a little different because there's no ice blade and you're not moving around on a car on ice and you're actually like throat singing with your falsetto back and forth thing. But it's pretty much the same thing. I got too cocky when I was acquitted. Switzerland. (laughs) It's called yodeling. <laughs> when I was acquitted of the rollerblade destruction, I was really cocky. And I was like, fuck it, shoot the moon. Tell Grant it's the same thing. Just go for it. <laughs> fuck it. And, hey, what, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Look, I can't. That's not my There's, fault. Yeah, I, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my no fault. one would convict me? No. It's not my fault. That's what, I, that's what makes me so mad about it is that there's no way you'll be convicted. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna walk. He's yeah. gonna walk. He's definitely not gonna rollerblade. He's, he's gonna skate. Well, he's not gonna skate. He's yeah. not gonna skate or rollerblade. He might or boot ski. He's gonna boot He's gonna boot ski the whole way. Uh, Man, the ski length boot that just as you you can't do any kind of locomotion without dipping the toe of the ski. Like your feet can't move in any way. You know that someone looked at work. the box and was like, ski, and then like moved the shoe box around a little bit to be like, what the <laughs> right. there's no way it fits in here. Oh <laughs> man. Those things are sweet. <laughs> were. Definitely were. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh so we know we know where that bear went. Uh, they got they we they went Skitchen and now they're in Skitchen Heaven. Um, uh, so where are they now? Uh, in general, uh, rollerblades. They're at the thrift store. It's a yellow tag. That's not even on sale this week. Mm. Um, mm. Kind of a kind of a downward turn there. Um, I can wait. Okay. <clears throat> okay. We we did some we did some we got funny. We were doing things. Let's go back to humans. Actual people. Uh, born in 1968, this next pop icon was the master of the message. Joining the band, The Trucking Company, he stepped in to replace singer John Popper. This icon reformed the group with his can't-be-wrong attitude, and with a series of hits on their debut album, this pop-rock icon used their intimate knowledge of the world to make wise choices when it came to his royalties. Gone from our hearts, but probably still around, where is Chris Barron, the lead singer of The Spin Doctors? Ah. <clears throat> Two not, hits. Would not have gotten that from the name. <laughs> So, I I know that at his height, when you know five eleven lesser known singles of little yeah, lesser known singles like Little Miss Can't Be Wrong or the big one Pocket uh, Full of Kryptonite Two yeah, Princes Two Princes Two Princes the big the biggie um, that was such a big hit I mean they did get pretty rich off that and he had a house that was shaped like his hat <laughs> I really hope he lived in an A-frame but put like a you know a big ball on the top with like looked like a duke with uh, the strings yeah. on the side yeah that's down the long curvy driveway it's like <laughs> and then there's like, like two the like, uh, like boxwood bushes topiary yeah. topiary yes, hat the topiary oh my god yes yeah two big hits they were played all the time they were they were big and then they were gone uh, I, I, I dislike both of those hits, by the way, um, while they were popular and while right now. 
you like or dislike? What dislike. Did you say? Not oh. a, not a huge. I'm not. It doesn't get it doesn't get a smile. In fact, it's it's like an alarm clock. I reach and smack whatever device just play, started playing it like an alarm. <laughs> wow, that's that's a that's being really picky, Corey. In our house, where there were like three cassette tapes, and that was one of them. I I didn't think we were allowed to not <laughs> yeah. like music. It was like, well, this is one of Ben's cassettes, so I like this song now. Well, mm. as as you've just as you've discovered, um, we have to destroy or be opposed to a third of someone's uh, beloved <laughs> items. I don't know. I was shocked while looking up his name and date of birth for this um, that he uh, ha- was in a band with John Popper, and John Popper got you know essentially was like, "Hey guys, we're going with this Chris thing, less of a harmonica vibe." And then John Popper's like, "Ah, oh, blues traveler," <laughs> and Spin Doctors spun. So. Popper got kicked out of that band, or Chris got kicked out of Popper's band? No, no, no. Um, the The band was originally the trucking company, and John Popper was, like, the singer. And then they brought in Chris, and then just kind of went there. So I don't know if it was amicable. I didn't oh, want to read it. that far down the wiki page. Yeah. I'll be on a list. It's already, <laughs> in my, it's already in my search history. I'm never getting late again. Well, <clears throat> I am in this day's <laughs> old to find out that uh, the Spin Doctors and... Chris Barron. Well, first of all, I just found out his name. Second, I just found out they're not from the Pacific Northwest. Like, I don't know. I was probably in middle school-ish when this stuff came out, and it was like, ah, Nirvana, everything's coming out of the Pacific Northwest. And I was just like, look at that hat. It's cold. It's cold and rainy there. He's he's from Seattle. I literally thought they were a Seattle band until just now. I uh, looked it up, and their fucking origin is New York City? New York yep. City. That is the ultimate, like, you know, I love this grunge band. It was recorded in <gasps> New York exactly. City. Exactly. I don't get a rope. I, that changes everything. That changes yeah. everything for me. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna, you, you regret your Chris Barron tattoo now? <laughs> I like, I'm back to the, that John Popper and Chris Barron were in the same band, and then they kind of like Popper got wedged out. But I like how he was the singer. They bring in the new guy, and he's like, I'm going to wow him with my harmonica. He's pulling out that bandolero of harmonicas when they're like, and we're going to not do so many harmonica songs? And he puts it back. (laughs) (laughs) Not just one. It was the day he was going to reveal the the, the, like double... He's got the Chewbacca one, you know. Yeah, John, not not trying to not trying to shit on you, man, because you play him really well, and I mean um because you have a lot of um, but you you play him really well. But it turns out our fans love lyrics, and there's just something in the quality of lyrics that the harmonica doesn't get across. Like yeah, what we're trying like, to say. Okay, okay, I get it. And you know he's a virtuoso on the harmonica, and then he's like, so show me what you got, new guy, and he's like, a dip dip. And it's like, and everyone's like, fuck you yeah. guys. He's like, all right, fuck, I'm out of here. Fuck, I'm out. I'm going to need another band. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's okay. that's almost as good, though. That was almost as good as what I was doing with the harmonicas. The Almost as good. Almost as. That's uh, yeah, pretty, I see. Yeah. Any guess what the, uh, what, the, what the the lead singer of the Spin Doctors is up to today? Since he's not, you know, this imaginative artist from the Pacific Northwest, he's probably a fucking ad salesman and you know living in the corporate life in new york new york city exactly grant ben ideas i don't even know who this person is and i don't (laughs) know what any of the things you've been referencing are so i don't know i'm so pleased Grant, you don't know he's he's on death row next to the hamburglar i think (laughs) i don't know what fucking hat you're talking about yeah, uh, I, I think that he is running the last remaining blockbuster franchise. Uh, just, just, just living in a time capsule of of the nineties. 
I'd love to rent a movie from there, but they just play those two songs over and over. <laughs> uh, yep. Those are all good guesses, but uh, he is a cowboy and a circle jerk. Um, <laughs> fell from grace a little bit there. Uh, okay, so uh, that was a, that was a fun little kind of uh, way to you know find out what happened to you know some of our beloved cherished uh, icons from yesteryear. Uh, real quick, honorable mentions: uh, Chess Clock, Micro Machine Man, and Duke Nukem. Hmm. Save it till next time. Save it till next time. Why would a chess clock be gone? (laughs) (laughs) They were everywhere, Grant. When's the last time you saw a chess clock, Grant? Uh, Any footage of any competitive chess match I've ever seen. Well, they used to be everywhere, Grant. Mm. They were everywhere. They were Uh in every Spin Doctors video. They were at the skate rink. (laughs) They were at the skating rink. Micro Machines Man was doing commercials for them. With the right hex key, my boot skis would turn into chess clocks. <laughs> Those are the foreign one. They didn't spring for the foreign one. Ooh. Well, uh, little Captain Travis, like Corey said earlier, if you want to buy us burritos, uh, go ahead and do that. We'll send you your own episode for free. Uh, <laughs> uh, all you have know, to do is buy us burritos. Uh, we, we can arrange this on the slide. Uh, all the details, email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And if you, like most of the internet, wants to see tasteful nudes of the Hamburglar, um, you can find us on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, uh, we are the most passionate Twitter handle for yodeling on the internet. All the yodeling content you can find on Twitter is going to be at FreeLegalPod. Yeah, and if you like the show, bring it up and wonder about us long after we're gone. <laughs> we're, we're not going anywhere, though, right? <laughs> hey, oh, come on. This will never <laughs> die. <laughs> never die. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 135. Okay, so, Ben, let's start off with, has this ever happened to you? Right, so, uh, it's of course black and white, um, and then I'll, like, come back and tell you what the shots are, but it's, it's, the commercial comes on. You strain. You splain. (laughs) You try to contain. (laughs) But you just can't hide that embarrassing meatball stain. (laughs) So... So it's a guy like you just keep seeing oh different God. people like eating a meatball sub and the meat the meatball falls out the back onto their shirt. Always bounces. And so off. first it's like he's straining to try to contain and then the second time he's trying to explain like to his coworkers. So he's he you strain, you splain, so he's splaining. Yeah. Well I and the meatball ah! You know, to his boss, you know. he's got it's on his tie. He's and then his, the balls. Yeah. yeah. It rolled off. It rolled out of the sandwich onto my belly. Um, and then uh, you try to contain, you know, where it's like, it's going to squirt out. He tries to grab it real quick and that eh, meatball got out of But he's grabbing it with the other end of his tie. Ah, oh, it didn't help. Yeah. So this is like, the problem is that these meatballs keep falling out of the sandwich right onto your shirt, right on your tummy tum. And then you've got that. You're walking around all damn day with a fucking meatball stain on your tum. You're one of those right. guys. That sounds like a hell of a problem, but who do you I trust? Strain. You splain. You tr- <laughs> That's a good you voice. You try to contain. <laughs> That's- but you just can't hide that embarrassing meatball stain. <laughs>
Oh my god. Turn internet over.